All right, we're back. Episode 22, TJ Martino podcast. We're here on the deck. And I got Harrison Kurz and now recurring guest, Jack Quell with me. And we're going to just, you know, have some fun, talk it out. Haven't been on in a while. I finally have new equipment. Um, yeah, I finally invested in some new stuff. So I got big things coming for this podcast. There's a lot of stuff I want to do, a lot of stuff I want to get to. Uh, so yeah, one step at a time. Uh, what? Yeah, I want to welcome my two guests here. Uh, obviously, Jack, welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. You were uh, you were here last time when we were using the terrible snowball microphone, and we we were all huddled around it, just trying to. Yeah, we had the uh, the fire truck that went by that went through too. Yeah, and a lot of outside noise. Those things picked up a lot of outside noise, so it was like it, it's nice to actually have real microphones again instead of you know having to settle. And Harry, How good to doing? have you here, man. Yeah, first I, time on the pod. How's I, it feel? You know, happy to be here. Looking forward to it. All right, great. And uh, yeah, how have you guys been? Anything new, interesting you want to bring to the table? I mean, man, not a whole lot going on these days. I mean, I know the struggle is real out here, folks. You know, we are we are into the uh, you know deep into the pandemic at this point. Uh, but we we're getting out of it actually. Yeah, like, you know, we're starting key. to get starting to get some sports back, which is nice. It's, I know. Yeah. NBA bubble has been much needed. I've been watching a lot of it. I've, you know what? I, honestly, at the beginning of the bubble, I kind of was like, "This is a little feels a little summer league ish." But now I've kind of they, they, yeah. they figured it out. I I was like excited too because like the whole Trailblazers thing that's gone on so far, and like how just like exciting that's been of them like fighting for the eight seed. And then you realize like that's they're only just fighting for the eight seed of the playoffs. Like it's just gonna right. get, it's yeah. gonna get like so much better. Like right. that, like that was just the eight seed. They're yeah. fighting to play the Lakers in the first round. I know. So. Dame went nuts though. He's looking nice. Yeah, he's they're, great. The thing about them is they're good. And they have like scoring all the way through, and they also have a lot of size, so they can be kind of physically demanding for the Lakers. Yeah, they're gonna be a fun team, I think. I, I, because Nurkic, he's a big thing for them, man. He's been nice. He's I like him a lot, he's a dude. Dog. He's good, but he misses a lot of layups. Yeah, like he's not the best finisher, which is like. I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating for like an NBA player to do that. He's really good but at the free yeah. throw line though. And like obviously the rebounding and the shot blocking. I mean, he's he's been huge for them. They yeah. needed they size so bad. Yeah. And when he got hurt, because like, they were looking really good before he got injured, I think a year or two ago, and then once he went down, they they had some struggles. Yeah, Whiteside's been a good pickup for him yeah. too though. He's leading the league in block shots. Yeah, he's been solid off the bench. Yeah, they're, they're they've been a fun team. That that game with Memphis yesterday was a barn burner. Yeah, yeah we got the playoffs coming up tomorrow. The Gary yeah, the go. Gary Trent, Trent Jr. guy is doing like solid yeah, too. He's he's, nice. A, he's nice. He can yeah. spot up and shoot, and he's pretty physical on defense too. Yeah. He's fun to watch. Yeah, my Sixers. <sighs> Here is TJ's Sixers rant of the day. Um, I am so frustrated with this team <laughs> right now. Uh, the injuries, obviously. I mean, the thing was is that. Brett Brown had promised that this team was going to have a new look, kind of a you know more fast paced, more shooting, and when they came out, they looked just as flat as they did in February. In that first game against the Pacers, I remember being like, they haven't missed a step. Yeah. And then obviously Ben Simmons goes out missing the rest of the year. You know, I kind of think that's a little bit of a sign. It's it's time for Brett to uh, part ways. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm done sticking up for Brett. I stuck up for Brett Brown for too long. I'm, I'm over it. I mean, it's just he gets outcoached every single time. Like, it's not even like every single coach has his number, it seems like. Nurse, every time, outcoaches him. Like, uh, Nate McMillan made him look like a fool. And, and Nate McMillan's not even that great of a coach. So, I mean, it, it ugh, the, just the offense is so awkward. And Dude. there's not enough ball handling. If, if you could replace uh, Brown with any, like, head coach that's not currently employed, like, that's – that's unemployed yeah. like right now who would it be including college monty college williams I'll, I'll include college, college coaches i would say monty williams jay wright or um i like uh who's the guy from uh kenny atkinson i like, yeah, kenny, I like atkinson. kenny atkinson too yeah those would be my three picks probably uh but jay wright would never do it and what about ty Lue or jason kidd <sighs> no definitely not kid i would maybe ty Lue, but i uh, I've never been huge on Ty Lue's X's and O's either, but 
Yeah, rings, people so. kind of want him. I mean, the Pelicans even talked about getting him after yeah. they just fired Alvin Gentry. So yeah, we'll see. For whatever reason, he's he's his name gets brought up quite a bit in that, those kind of conversations. So who do you guys got winning it all? Lakers. I think the Lakers like will probably win, but I think the Rockets are like re- built really solid for like the bubble start. Like I've been saying this since the bubble started. Like because their offense is all like just threes and dunks. Like they don't shoot. Uh, like inefficient shots and go yeah. to the free throw all the time like the only thing like obviously they lose a lot in the playoffs because they'll have a game where they go cold and then they just get killed but if they can like stay hot and kind of avoid those like like the games where like Harden has the like nickname now for like disappearing and like the elimination games because he always like plays or shoots bad in the last game yeah the playoffs have been you know up and down for him but I think yeah I think they I I would pick them to play the Lakers I'm, I can't think of the bracket in my head right now but like that they're whenever they would play the Lakers, like that would probably be the best series that could happen in the West. Yeah. But do you think, I mean, AD could just dominate their small ball? Like AD, I think is, yeah, one AD of the most valuable. The we- I think he probably is the most valuable like weapon to a team. I mean, he he needs someone to play aside him because you know he's not like Braun and, and Giannis that can yeah. just like lead any team. But but AD is a problem. He yeah. can do literally everything. He's a absolute monster defensively i don't know i think that's what separates the lakers from most you teams and they have win, good pieces you think he's around. gonna win defensive player of the year this year i mean obviously frank vogel was saying he wants him to but oh well, yeah that was like the mission from I mean, day one dude if Giannis doesn't win mvp and someone else does they're gonna give defensive player of the year to Giannis. you think yeah, I think so too. I think it's either Giannis or AD. I think either one will yeah, work. But I think I think if they give Giannis the MVP, they're gonna give AD the defensive player of the year. I would agree with that. Yeah. So we'll it's see. crazy that like he could win both of those though, being I know. MVP and defensive player of the year. He's yeah, man, he's really shit. that good. He's really that good. Do you think he leaves? No, I don't know. I don't it, either. I, I don't just hope so. he doesn't end up on like a fucking golden state can we swear on here yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, like like golden state that would just be worst case scenario i know you could totally see it happening i know that's why you could totally see him tampering that into existence they probably already have started some of that oh i'm sure dude steph and clay and draymond just sitting around like they're definitely gonna be recruiting people right You think they could like trade the because they're probably gonna have the number one pick this year. Like, you think they could trade that and like uh, Wiggins for like a really like solid star that doesn't like his team? What who who would be the first pick this year? It would be maybe Anthony Bennett from Georgia. Yeah, Um, it's not like a really solid class. No, it's really not. So I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade away a star player for the first pick this year. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that'd be quite the decision. But, I mean, at the same time, like... But if they could pick up, like, a... Uh, maybe, like... I don't know what they really need. I was going to say, like, a Ben Simmons, who's people are talking about trading for him. But, yeah, but he's, like, a young. But I don't think they would. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> I don't know. They're definitely going to try and pull something, though, because they don't want to do another year of what they did this year. Right. Though. It was awful. So you're saying, why do you think Lakers this year? I said it, AD. I think he's the most valuable so you just weapon. Think- and then I th- obviously, I mean, LeBron's my guy. I've been a LeBron fan forever, and I, he's a legend. So I mean, see, here's my thing on the Lakers. I said in my NBA season thing with uh, John Haspel, check that out. It's a funny episode now, especially looking back, because I did get a lot right in that video, but I did get some wrong too. I was very wrong about the Grizzlies. Um, I was very wrong about the Suns, but. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, AD and the Lakers. And LeBron. And LeBron. So here's my thing on the Lakers. They, I totally did not think they were going to be as good this year as they were. They totally overperformed for me. I thought the bench and the shooting was going to be the problem. I knew AD and LeBron were going to just basically keep them in every game. But I thought if one of them went down, I mean, AD had played a lot more games this year than I thought he was going to. Um, so the fact that he did that was good. And LeBron, but the thing was, is like, I just thought without those two on the floor, this team just has nothing. And I think some of those guys stepped up KCP and uh, Kuzma and some of these other guys stepped up and scored Dwight Howard. Yeah. Like they stepped up and started making plays. And I was really surprised by that from the Lakers. Uh, And they, I mean, I knew they were going to be good. I said, they'd be three 
in the West. They end up being the, the top seed by far, but uh, you know, they they. I just think in the playoffs, I'm I'm very excited to see what they can do because they're going to need more than just those two if they're going to beat a deep team like the Clippers or a fast team like the Rockets. It's it's going to take a little bit more than what they have. I mean, it, it, I mean, I think they have the pieces to win, but I just think those guys need to like be consistent, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have a pretty tough road. Too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the West in general is just brutal. Yeah, it's always always a gauntlet. But I don't know. The Clippers are pretty dangerous too. People are kind of sleeping on them right now just because of the Lakers hype and stuff. Yeah, I I think the I like the Clippers honestly in a series against the Lakers. I think like. They might have more talent than the Lakers do, you know, to they're top deeper. bottom, but uh, are they? The Lakers are pretty yeah, deep. I think the Clippers are deeper. And the, and the Clippers have been missing Montrez Harrell for all yeah, this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, him coming back. Six man of the year candidate. So, I mean, he's going to come back. Pat Lou Bev, Will's back now. Back. Pat Bev will be back. Like, this team is – they were ridiculous this year when all those guys were on the floor. So, I mean. Yeah, I'm not a huge believer. I'm, I've never been, like, a huge – uh, hugely bought into Paul George though at all. Really, I think he always gets thrown into that first tier of stars, and I, he hasn't really won very much, and he's bounced around. And I mean, he's got the raw yeah. talent. Yeah, he's been dealt some bad him. hands, but and he's played a lot against like some great teams in his career. Like if you really think about, like the LeBron Heat team gave him, they gave that team fits a lot. Yeah, early when he played for the Pacers, and then that Thunder team was interesting for a year. So I don't know. I, I like PG. I think he's solid, but I could I could see how you could say that because like he kind of does get lost in the mix. Yeah, I don't know. I just know, I don't really love him either. Just like he doesn't do much for me. Yeah, understand. But that. we'll see if he shows up. I mean, well, who do you got winning? I said I think the Lakers probably will win. Um, like if I had to choose other than Lakers, I mean obviously the Bucks are pretty solid in the East and yeah, all that jazz. But I don't know in the, the West. Jazz? No, 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 not the Jazz. <laughs> No, um, the Mavericks are like kind of like fringe scary. They are. I like, really like the Mavericks. Porzingis has been playing really well. I slept on the Mavericks this year. Luca's Luca. I slept on the Mavericks for kind of the same reason I slept on the uh, on the Lakers, just because I just didn't think that some of the other guys, the shooting around them, was going to be as effective as it was. I mean, you know, Mavericks got some guys, Curry and Hardaway and. Uh, you know, the Raptors are a lot better Porzingis. than people thought they were. The yeah. Raptors are kind of fun to watch. They are, dude. I I thought the I thought the Raptors were gonna trade people, and that's why I had them lower. Uh, then they I had them at six, I think. I had them at the six seed. They overperformed. I mean, they won over fifty games. That's pretty damn impressive for losing your Finals MVP. Uh, the two teams that I was wrong about though were, like I said, the Grizzlies and. Um. Uh, like I said, the Mavericks, but uh, it was the Grizzlies and the Thunder. Those were the two teams that I was really wrong about because I thought the Thunder were just going to trade everybody away and get more draft draft picks and cap, but they honestly just thought they had a team to compete, and they were right. Like they're really good this year. Like I was not expecting that. Shea Alexander. Yeah, boy, he's baby. nice. He man. is a dog. I he's love nice. Him, I like. I knew he was gonna be good. I just didn't know how the fit with like CP3 and like people didn't even know if CP3 was gonna end up like suiting up for him. Right. He was. Yeah. But I mean, they're a playoff team. Like it's crazy. They're like legit. They're pretty dangerous too. Yeah. Yeah, I was wrong about Memphis and them. Memphis, I was very wrong about. I thought they were gonna suck outside of like their young players, but they all their young players were good. Yeah, Jaws like that. Yeah, it'll be interesting this uh, playoffs. I'll be doing more on it as it proceeds. Uh, but yeah, coming NBA, in my yeah. pick, I haven't even given my pick yet. Oh, who you got? You just can't go Lakers. <laughs> I, from what I've seen in the bubble, and I've watched you know a handful of games. I like. I really like the Clippers, man. I think the Clippers. I think this is the, the year for the Clippers. I I do. I really love this team. I've loved them since day one. I mean, the the Kawhi and Paul George, you know, tandem. I mean, they're two of the best two-way players the game has to offer. You know, the depth, like I said, is going to be huge for them in the playoffs. I like them. I mean, but I get, like I said, I could see a lot of teams winning this year. This is a really fun year. 
for the NBA. So. Yeah, it'll be exciting. NBA always puts on a show. So and it's crazy how the the like the atmosphere of the bubble has like changed a lot about the game. Like, you know, the sidelines being like pushed back. Like, I remember there was like a play in like one of the games. I think it was like the Lakers game or something. And like Alex Caruso, I heard somebody went out of bounds to go get a ball, and like they saved it back. They saved the ball, like threw it back into bounds, and then like what they would have done is probably fallen into like the crowd. But since there was no crowd there, they just fell on the ground and got back up and we were able to get back into the play and make a play like that ended up winning the game for them. Like it was crazy. I remember watching and being like, wow, like that would not have happened if there was crowd there. So it's like crazy how that kind of stuff affects the game. But yeah, the the bubble works, man. The bubble works. The bubble does work. Bubble works. It's been working. So they're doing that for hockey too, right? Yeah, which yeah. is also they're working. doing they're doing two bubbles, I think. Yeah, right? They do yeah. have two different bubbles. People are people sleep on like hockey going on right now. Playoff hockey's great. Yeah, dude. it's awesome. But kind of forget about it. Yeah, Blue Jackets are looking good. I have to say, didn't the Lightning beat them last night? I don't know. <laughs> I I watched the the one game that went to like four overtimes or what five overtimes. Yeah, pretty sure it's two one Lightning, man. Oh well. Then I guess the jackets aren't looking that good. <laughs> but I think the Blackhawks got swept last night. It's only yeah, it's only it's best of five in the first round, right? Yeah. So you so Jack, you have we didn't even talk about this on your last on our last episode when you were on, but you have two Instagram accounts. Oh yeah, I do. You wanna, you know, promote those? Like the two aside from me or like yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm uh, trying to be a social media superstar on two different Instagram accounts. Uh, the first one is Crossword Jack, no spaces. Um, uh, every time I'm able to finish the Wall Street Journal crossword, um, I post the completed crossword on it. That's literally the entire account. Um, but the much better one and the more consistent one is number one water fan. Uh, the word number, then the, num- the one, the number. And then water fan, no spaces, uh, where every restaurant I go to, I review their ice water. Um, so I actually have 49 water reviews already, all from different areas of uh, the country, actually. Why water? Um, I kind of started it after, um, like, people, like, because you know how, like, I, I mean, obviously you have, like, the big food review like youtube accounts and yeah. like to, like personalities that like have like some sort of scale or something yeah but then like when people like you know that like they try to start rating stuff like on an account and like trying to do that and just like it just gets kind of annoying yeah so i made the water one as kind of like a joke of That's a food a, yeah. review because every water uh, just gets a one out of one <laughs> yeah. every every review yeah. because it's just water or it's not water so have you ever had water that you thought was water and it wasn't water? Like, actually drink, like, a water bottle of vodka or, like... I don't know. Like, you said, like, it gets a one out of one, like, because... Has there ever been a zero out of one? No. Because it wouldn't be water. Yeah, that's, that's true, I guess. <laughs> that's true. And the crosswords, you just... I only, like, I only post them, like, if I actually finish the crossword, because, like, I don't... I try not yeah. to cheat on them. Yeah. Um... But like, I feel like with those, like I've never actually done a crossword puzzle before. I feel like it's 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 really feast or famine. Like sometimes you're getting like you know like a four <laughs> a, like a like a four day streak of crosswords, and then you might go a week without finishing one. Like you just get on a roll. What if you don't know the answer? Do you just like I'll just stop trying? You won't even look it up. No, like if like if I don't like get like just give up on a crossword. Yeah, like I'll just I have I have a couple like in my room that's just like, yeah, it's like maybe a quarter of the way filled it's in, like and a, then I just like couldn't. A, it's like a loss. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, <laughs> like the cross the crossword the crossword beat me. You should post a record. You should yeah, you should keep a record. You versus uh, the crosswords. I should. I guess do, I can start. Do you that. A, would you do you think you'd be have a good? Would you be winning the more majority yeah. of the time? Ooh, let me see. I can figure it out because I can just go to when I posted the first one and then see how many days it's been since then. So you do try them every day? What? You try them every day? Yeah, like when the newspaper comes in the morning. I don't like sometimes I'll read the newspaper, but not really. And then like <laughs> I just usually I usually just grab it 
uh, pull the crossword page out. When do you think the, the last day that they have a newspaper is going to be? Like what ballpark? What's your estimate year that they're going to stop throwing newspapers on your on your driveway? I have no I, idea. I mean, I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's always going to somehow figure out how to be a thing. Yeah, well, no. I mean, no, I mean, like it'll. What day? Like, what year do you think it'll completely go digital and they'll just completely stop making printing paper newspapers? Dude, there's do no you think way they'll ever. That. What do you think? I'm, I'm ten and twenty six. I'm, in I'm saying. By the way, what are you? Oh no, ten, ten and sixteen. All right, that's actually not a bad that's record. Pretty solid. Yeah. All right, so what do you think the fastest? you've ever finished one is it even though you don't finish some what's i it? time some of them um like i put my timer on the fastest one on the account i did was uh one sec where did i start <laughs> uh 27 55 45 27 crazy. 27 i got i got two 27 minutes nice so what are most of the That's questions that they ask? Is it mostly like pop culture or is it just like a mixed bag of science and um, you know, history and all that stuff? Combined? It's like it's it's kind of a mixed bag. There's a lot of references to like TV shows and movies. Usually the movies are like pretty older yeah. for like an older crowd. Right. So like sometimes it'll be a movie from like the 50s or 60s and it's like. It'll be like a blank, like, and then the last name of some actress in it. So, like, the answer is her first name. And I just, like, I'm, like, I don't know any actresses from, like, the 1940s. Yeah. But it's those. And then um, there's, like, some that recur. Like, the clue will, like, keep coming up in different ones. And it's, like, always the same answer. So that, like, you kind of get better at them nice. if you do that a lot. Yeah. Throw you a it's little kind of an, Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a way to keep people playing, I feel like. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the other ones are just kind of like general, like trivia. Like, yeah. Sometimes like what river is London on or like something like that. What river is London on? I think it's on the Thames, but I, I could be completely <laughs> wrong. Fair enough. Crossword game, man. Doggy dog world out there. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It's a doggy dog world. And that's crazy. It's cutthroat. They I do. wonder if they have like cu- uh, crossword like tournaments. They sit everybody down with like the same crossword and see who can do it the fastest. They probably do without like any like put them in a room without any like way of having resources. The uh, the Friday one, at least on the Wall Street Journal, like if you do it online, um, any other day of the week, um, like you can hit like check when you type something into the crossword and it'll like tell yeah. you if the letter you put there is right or wrong. But the Friday one, you can't do that. And it's like a competition, like it times you. Oh. So like when you finish the Friday one online, you can like literally like submit it. And I guess I've never submitted it. So I don't know like if it just puts you on like a leaderboard or something, hmm. but like you can't hmm. check the answers. So it's, it's definitely a lot tougher. So it's like kind of like an online test. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what you get if you win, like maybe like a, a Wall Street Journal T-shirt or something. <laughs> so, does anyone use TikTok here? Nope. I I don't. I downloaded it once, and like I never even made an account, and it just started sending me like notifications on my home screen of like it would be like Ashley Tisdale's going live on TikTok right now, and I was just kind of <laughs> like weirded out because I didn't even make an account, so I was like, why is it like sending Ashley Tisdale to this just? <laughs> like I literally yeah. just I literally just had the app. I didn't have an account. So I was like, why, how is this even sending us to my phone right, right. now? So I deleted it. Yeah. I had it for about a week back in like April. I tried it out. I think after I recorded like a, a podcast in April, because I think like whoever I had on was mentioning it. And uh, so I went and downloaded it and I tried it for about a week. And as soon as I got it on, I, I scrolled through it for about an hour and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's like too much. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I can't, I can't like, I'm like, this is just mind numbing. And you know, then you see like all of like the national security, like concerns about it. And you're just like, the ends just don't justify the means here. Like, you know, even well, if that stuff is all bullshit, like still just like, I, I there's so many things I'd rather be doing than, you know, wasting my time watching girls do dances, do dances you know and, and some of the people who are like really famous on there are so cringeworthy I know, like god I know. god forbid one of their videos pops up on your screen and you know they are like, like these kids i will say the algorithm is brilliant because like they oh, know totally. exactly how, like what you want like 
I can totally see how like it could just hypnotize like kids because like they know exactly like how long you like because they track like how long you stay on a video, whose videos you're watching, like what part of the world you're in. You know, it's all like the algorithm is so dense, like that. It's like if they have all that information, like you can only imagine and like building else. an algorithm around like what a little kid does. You're yeah. just like harvesting information for years there's and just years so, and years. Yeah, like, there's just so I've, much. Yeah, I've never thought about it like, <laughs> like that, These kids but, are yeah. starting real young with this I stuff know. now. It's like, man, they're going to know every single thing about them. Yeah, and what they like, what they want. You know, it's all there. Yeah, they're, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, that's just like, I trust American companies more, I suppose. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe it's that hometown feeling but it's like i don't know yeah but even all these social medias are pretty much very similar to that though kind of targeted a lot yeah i mean on instagram and stuff like instagram ads are are like you could be just you could say the word like snickers and next thing you know i might even have a snickers ad on my instagram right now like that stuff's quick they are really accurate with it though i will say it's very they're very good with it uh i I don't necessarily think that's a good thing but (laughs) no it's like they tell you what you want to see right (laughs) but it it does the job very well like the fact that and like it's so crazy how we were all like at first when that first started happening i started feeling really paranoid and now like when it happens i'm just like you assholes like listening in on me like it's it's weird because like when you describe it like that like how they're listening like everyone like hates that and doesn't want that but then like when they use the app and they get like a really good targeted ad and like go buy something on it like they're like it's like it's weird because it's like no one wants it but it provides like such like an ease to everything else Yeah, a lot of value yeah yeah i just got an nba store advertisement we just talked about the nba for 30 minutes Yeah. yeah adam silver's listening he's listening but yeah, it's it's crazy that like direct to consumer marketing, like the way we're seeing that kind of come through the phones. Like it's crazy how like your phone, like your most personal item, like could be infiltrated by like businesses trying to sell you shit. Like is that kind of a crazy idea? I mean, like I mean, I guess it makes sense because like once you connect to the internet, you are at the you know the will of the internet. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's kind of scary a little bit, but. Yeah, but when you think about it, like, when you, I kind of try to rationalize it by just thinking, like, everybody's being spied on, and, like, I really don't have that much to hide. Like, oh, right. Like, there's, know, definitely, podcast, there's definitely people like, out there that would rather, you know, like, I, they're, they're in way more trouble than we are. Right. I'm like, I have a podcast. Like, I'm already an open book. So, if you really want to snoop on my phone, I, I don't have anything worth hiding. But at the same time, if you want to sell me, you know, something on my Instagram feed, I'll, I'll have you ever, least have I'll you ever bought Have you ever bought something off of an advertisement like that? No, I have I not. Have, I've bought a pair of shoes. Really? Yeah. I don't think I have. I don't know if Maybe I, have. I have. I bought some Ultra Boosts off, yeah, from Adidas oh. on one. Yeah. I still wear them. Wore them today. They're nice. I like those Ultra Boosts. I like the Alpha Bounce, too. I have a pair of those. But yeah, those Ultra Boosters. I need to get a pair of those. I wanted to get the Game of Thrones ones. Have you seen those? Yeah, those are pretty cool. I honestly, though, those are cold. to be honest with you, I didn't watch Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, I would check it out. No, I mean, obviously, everyone says it's great. Actually, this is kind of fucked. Uh, I only watched the eighth season. That was the wow. only one I watched. Wow. Yeah, because all the guys in my house were, were watching it. And like they, that was like every person in the house would crowd in one room and watch right. it. And I'm like, I'm not just going to sit around and do nothing so i would buy it. that's what i did i watched season eight of, of thrones can't say i was impressed yeah, like, yeah you watched like the worst, <laughs> the, worst part. One. the worst season yeah by far but and the last season too so that's what i'm saying yeah so even if i restarted it i just know how everything ends regardless yeah i was i was disappointed that was the biggest disappointment of 2019 that's all i gotta say about that I'll, ha- I'll eventually like sit down and like talk about everything that I hate about it and love about it, but that's for another day. I've I've got a hot take. I think Westworld can and is gonna surpass Game of Thrones as a better TV Sheesh. show. I really, I really do. I really do. I didn't do. love the last Westworld season. I gave up on Westworld. I did season, not love season, it. yeah, season three got kind of like 
a little bit out there yeah. and kind of intense. And yeah, then but really I think corny. like the thing is with Thrones. I mean, I guess I didn't really watch Thrones, but my perception of it, it's it sounds like easier to follow than yeah, Westworld. Westworld, 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 yeah. Westworld you got Westworld focus. gets like. Deep the only like thing with the only thing with Thrones is there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of settings. There's a lot of you right. know, titles and hierarchies and politics and all of that. Like, and that's what makes it great. But at the same time, like, yeah, for the, for the casual like with, person, you need a little bit more patience with it because it's you know the first season's a lot of exposition dump, but you need it because yeah, I just yeah. think like. To like a normal person watching Westworld, like it, there's certain aspects of it that almost make you like second guess yourself and like try and figure out what like right. what's happening. There's yeah. so many different little. Yeah, the first season of Westworld I loved. I thought it was yeah, great. It was, it's a really cool I concept. It was great, the first season, and then the second season for me I liked. I thought it was like ambitious and like really crazy and like had some cool twists and turns, but like was really hard to follow. And the third season was a lot the easiest one of the three to follow, but also was the worst written and had some really glaring plot holes and terrible. I mean, what's his name? Uh, uh, Aaron Paul was terribly cast in that role. And um, I, I think he's a good actor, but he was just not good in that role. And um, a lot of the dialogue was really corny. Like in that scene, you know the scene where they go to the bank, him and Aaron Paul and uh, Dolores go to the bank and they go to, to take all that guy's money? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when he takes like the blood from Dude, the one guy. that was the biggest hunk of bullshit I've ever seen in my entire life. They literally, they literally give them no security and he takes that guy's millions of dollars out of his bank account just like that. I was literally like, that's it. That's all, like, nobody bats on it. He didn't even look like the guy. They took, a, like, a blood sample or whatever and he had, like, the fake blood in him or whatever. It was... It was bullshit. I remember watching that and not being a fan, but it was. I liked the action. The action was good in the third season, and there was some good parts. But yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> but back to Ultra Boosts. <laughs> Those are really comfortable. Yeah. Do you I, do you I mean, run in them? Yeah, I do everything. I played basketball in them today. Honestly, oh, really? Which definitely. Dude, how are the courts? in a lifetime. That. Um, good. Still going. Were people playing? Yeah, people people were playing some pickup, which I don't know if that's allowed, but people were yeah, definitely were, playing pickup. Yeah, they were just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're just getting to that corona point where people are just like, you know, doing what as they please, like, and whether that's for the better or the worse. All is, right, I got a question for you. What do you think the, when do you think the last day where, like, you ever see something with COVID is? 2025. Like where the like where people just nah, stop talking dude. about it. It's, dude, it's gonna be thirty. Dude, it's, dude, we we still talk about like the nineteen eighteen Spanish. We only talk I'm talking about, about on a daily yeah, basis. We only talk okay, about that though because I'm talking of about like it's headline news. Like it's there's gonna be, you know, Corona case checks like as a highlight of the news every day, every night. Oh, probably a year or two. I I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I think things have gotten a lot better than I had expected, like in April and March. But, you know, wishful thinking, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Weird time. I know. Once in a century. People wearing masks everywhere. It's just a freaky, like. I know. 28 days later. That's what yeah. it's like. It's crazy. Crazy world. My kids, all I got to tell them, I lived through the COVID-19 pandemic. You made it. That's going to be. Like, thinking about how weird it's going to be when, like, I'm telling someone about living through COVID, like, in, like, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, having to explain that, like, like oh, I, I like, we just sat inside and watched TV. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> Our like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like we were in, like, a battlefield or anything. Uh, like, yes. we just like, sit inside all day. Our like, government advised us to do nothing. They advised, That was our their advice. Do nothing. Like, okay. it's, it's weird that, like, it's going to be so, like, like, grandkids are going to want to hear the stories about it so bad. But it's like the most like boring yeah. thing in the There's world. No like quarantine is had. so boring. Like it's 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 significantly boring. Yeah, I played video games. I watched television, <laughs> watched UFC, and NBA, and that was it. Yeah, we didn't get NBA and all, we didn't get sports for a while. That, I know that, that little time period where there was no sports on. Dude, like that was really when you had to like find something to do. 
dude. That was when, uh, like, the Jordan documentary was like, yeah, like the last that, dance that was, was like was sports wrong. are back. When they that moved came it out. up. Yeah, it was supposed to be. And in then like there was the October. Uh, there was the uh, Tom Brady, Tiger, Phil, and Peyton match. Too. Yeah, the fucking stupid golf match. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of whack. Though. I, I, it I mean, was it was, was fun for was, like three holes, and then it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That did it, who won that? Was it Tiger Woods? Did he win? Yeah, oh. it was Tiger. I think it was Tiger and. Was that it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember, honestly. Yeah. But I know, I'm pretty sure it was Tiger. Really, but, like, it's crazy. Like, they seemed, like, so, like, everything seemed, like, so fake in that. Like, because, like, they couldn't really talk shit to each other with all that camera crew around. Like, I bet, like, if they were just playing, like, as boys, like, they would be oh, just, like, be t- they'd be shooting the shit way more. It's so like- much shit and, like, cussing, just, like, unapologetic. Like, that's the kind of, like... Yeah, you know Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning for some I would want to see on a golf course. Uh, you know, an unfiltered. Oh, yeah, if you just pay for one. like the unfiltered. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> dude. That's I feel like everyone's come up with that idea in their lifetime, or like someone in their friend group has, but like just like ESPN, but like cursing's allowed. Like just yeah. another ESPN where they don't blur out like cursing and stuff. Yeah. Why do you think it hasn't worked or hasn't caught on? Because it's probably it's probably not from like I bet like maybe ESPN and them would be open to it, but I bet the NBA and like or like NFL and stuff like those leagues wouldn't be open to it because like it's, their yeah, players it's their are players. such a, on like such a high standard. Like if cert like I wouldn't care if you know uh, Tom Brady's like saying the f word all game. Like I wouldn't care, yeah. but there might be like people that are like, oh, Tom the Brady kids. says the f word. Like, well, there'd still be the kids ESPN, so like the kids yeah. wouldn't hear it, but like. People like wouldn't look up to him as much because like it would kind of like taint his image, like because yeah, he starts yeah. cussing and stuff. I think that's why. Yeah, maybe not like the interviews, but more of like the commentary, like just the commentary being dirty, like in game. Yeah, and like the uh, the in the I studio, think that's like halftime report. I think that's where you're gonna get the most like. I think that was, <laughs> I think vulgar <laughs> shit. I don't know. People are saying. I mean, that's like yeah, that's what you're wanting to pay for or whatever. I think that I think that's that would get the, give the people what they want. Because then the players would probably try and hold back a little bit. Too. I think yeah. I think dude. I think if the announcers cuss though, it would get old pretty quick like it'd be funny yeah. if they could every now and then but if they were like just trying to be purposely like dirty yeah that yeah, would that would add a weird dynamic it'd have to be really like natural yeah like yeah, that's why like, the, like the players trash talking would be awesome yeah because it's just like in the moment. It's, yeah they're, they're not like talking for an audience they're just playing isn't that crazy yeah like, i don't think you could just like let mike breen like say fuck yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that just wouldn't Curry, even be right holy fuck <laughs> like, mark jackson <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that would add a weird. I don't know. It There's an make audience it not for as, it. I mean, barstool sports is like yeah, I mean, adjacent to that idea, like kind of. They're just like unfiltered everything. I mean, Harry and I, not, Harry, you and I used to be big barstool fans in high school. We were pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not anymore. I'm not really anymore. I don't uh, even think I follow them anymore. I, they're everywhere, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I see them, but. Not yeah, as, yeah I, I don't follow like the characters and stuff anymore. Yeah. I think some of them are kind of a little sellout-ish. Yeah, it's hard. The whole it's thing hard, was based though. on the common man or whatever, but now that they're huge, they're not the yeah, common they're man a brand. anymore. So yeah. now they're a huge media company. I mean, so. that's how. It goes, I mean, it's though. awesome. Good for them, and yeah. it was cool that we kind of saw it from like a lower level, and you know, now they're just massive. They just stayed consistent. That was like their big thing. I think was just like being consistently unapologetic that's really all it takes in today's world with when yeah. everybody's got a platform yeah dave's know. pretty fucking good at what he does even though he's kind of a prick like he's yeah but a lot of it's a character when i oh, met totally, him i met yeah. him and he was you met him too well didn't you uh we, we saw I him saw on new him. year's eve oh. in miami i met him uh freshman year of college he came to ohio state and he was at a fraternity party and i snuck into the party just because I had to see them because I was a huge Barstool fan, like, out of high school and in, into, like, freshman year of college. So, like, I went to their bus, which was, like, at this fraternity party, and I, I snuck in and talked to Dave for about an hour or two, probably an hour, hour and a half. And he was a cool guy. I mean, he was re- really short, way shorter than I had yeah, thought. Yeah, he a little, he's a uh, little guy. But, yeah, he, uh, he did, like, the pizza thing, the pizza review. 
Uh-huh. I had a slice of that pizza. It was a cool little fanboy moment. You talked to him for an hour? Yeah. I talked to what him and Feidelberg. I talked to Feidelberg, too. I asked him. I was like, how did you? How are you doing it? Like, how are you, you know, building this up? And he's like, you just got to be consistent with it. You just got to, you know, don't fold to people and just upload it and, and post stuff as much as you can. And, like, unfortunately, I haven't been listening to that advice lately, but I'm working on it. Uh, but, yeah, it was, I mean, interesting. Uh, but I was there for like, I don't know, an hour or two and then I dipped, but yeah, I talked to him and like Feidelberg and then like a couple of other guys. Yeah. This was like 2016 or yeah, I think it was 2016. So shout out to Barstool Sports, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy how they like interviewed the president too. That's kind of tight, I guess. Yeah. But that kind of caused some controversy yeah. with them because they're, you throw politics they, into the mix, it's always... Exactly, they were never political, really, until then. But, I mean, Is also, really how do you... Is being political? Like, I don't... I, like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I know that, like, you're... Well, Big Cat was one bitching about it. I, really? I, yeah. What he, did he say? Was he upset about it? They didn't... He, he... They didn't run it by him, and he was in on this, like, final contract that made their big pen deal, which was, like, their big buyout. Yeah. They made a ton of money. And he was in for that, and they said that he was a partner with them, and and then uh, they didn't run it by him with, that Dave was going to do this with Trump, and so he like threw a little fit about it. It wasn't, I don't, I don't know. He, he felt like he was he like felt not like being included because they knew he cause since he he was very anti Barstool being political, and so they maybe yeah. knew that he would have tried to to veto know, it. To veto it. And that was his theory. But I, mean, I don't is, know. I, I guess really, they made amends. I mean, fine, but. are you really being political, though? Like, especially when the president of the United States is asking you to interview them. Like, how do you not say yes to that? Like, regardless of who the president is, like, how do you not say yes to that? Especially for just exposure and business reasons. Just, I don't know. I get I get it, though. I guess it is kind of, you are kind of taking a side. But are you? Like, you're just, you know, they asked you if you want to interview them and. You know, you're going to the White House. Like, yeah, it's kind of hard to say now. So I see both sides. But uh, you know what? I absolutely hate. What's that? Multiple choice questions. On Why? Tests. They are so misleading because the thing with there's they're too finite for me. Multiple choice questions are too finite because literally you get the four answers. Like, but the thing with it is, is like, I like to have it. I like the extended response questions more. Like, and as a college graduate, uh, looking back on it, like those were the questions I think I excel more like in test taking. So I think with multiple choice, like they, they trick you too. They put the, the sneak, the little traps in there. Like they'll get you with like two, two answers. that are like the very same but they're not. There's like one little difference and you have to decide like what's different. And that's frustrating. I like to just explain things more. I feel like you, you can tell you have a better understanding. Cause like, it's so easy. Like you get 25% chance. So it's like, you know, how much can you really show that you know something if you're just it's a lot easier to guess. On a yes. That's what I'm trying question. to say, I guess. But that's all right. Like if you need, if you're needing to guess, I'd rather have a multiple choice question than a, than an extended answer. Because then you just make yourself sound like an idiot if you're trying to just guess <laughs> on an happen. extended, you know, response. But question. a lot of it, like a lot of that stuff, like though, is it's a lot easier to get one of those questions right though, the the extended response, because like you can get it. You, you know, can kind of fudge it. Yeah, and, you like, can kind of finesse it. You know, it. there's there's like little hint words that you can get that you can like work around, I guess. So that's that's just another thing. I'm getting into my current botherings, if you uh, remember that from a previous episode. That was test talk. <laughs> yeah, that was test talk. Shout out to multiple choice questions that I hate. Um, also, I hate elevator patients. Um, like, what? so I hate sitting. I hate being in an elevator. It makes me very, like, anxious. Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Yes. When? Um, I got stuck 
in an elevator, I think it was like two or three years ago, going out to my friend's apartment. It got stuck like between the second and third. It was only like a three floor elevator. How long were you in there? I was in there alone too, uh, which is really anxiety inducing. I was only in there for like 15 minutes. I, had, I was like uh. ringing, I was literally in there and I was like starting to get hot and I was like ringing the bell and they finally came and got me out. But yeah, I was in there. It was hot. I and like, but I hate, but I actually didn't mind that as much as I hate crowded elevators. Crowded yeah. ones are the worst because you're just in there with smelly people, especially with Corona. Have you guys been in an elevator since Corona? Yeah, for sure. I, I would, not a crowded one. I don't know. I was at the beach, and that's really where you get gross people. So okay, I was it's... also at the beach recently. This is a good topic. So, how was the beach? crowded really yeah it was probably i mean this was like this was like early june how many masks it was in hilton head not not many definitely not many in hilton head yeah okay so in the beaches were like very packed a lot of people not a lot of people almost like it almost like it didn't really like exist there it's crazy i went to panama city with my family a couple weeks ago and uh yeah, it was the same thing. Literally nobody was abiding by the rules. I was wearing a mask around for like the first day. And then, you know, as I was there, I got to admit, I, you know, kind of folded into these societal pressures because literally nobody else within 30 miles of me was wearing a mask, um, especially on the beach. I ran two miles down the beach every day and didn't see one mask. So I kind of just started neglecting it. Yikes. Um, sorry out there, my fellow Americans. Um, but I mean, I'm been perfectly healthy and fine since then. And that was about three weeks ago. So I'm, I imagine I'm okay. Um, but yeah, it, it was crazy. I was just like, I, I totally get why these city in these kind you know, these States have like so such high numbers with the infections, but at the same time, it's like how much of that, like, is actually like how much of that 150,000 like you think is actually accurate when of what's reported i mean it's okay i don't i don't i mean because like it's it's hard it's hard to tell obviously like that's kind of a tough question but like i feel like there's a lot more of it that's like that we don't know obviously that's true but like there's a lot more under the surface of like the reporting like it's either being underreported or overreported in places you know what i mean yeah it's hard to tell. It's also just like something that's like, I don't know. It's consumed like everything lately. I know. It sucks. I like, I, I want to talk about other stuff. But like as soon as we talk in a, about stuff, it, it just, always works Corona just bleeds in. into our conversation. And it's just like, get out of here. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been a strange couple months. How was uh, graduation for everybody? Was it all online for you guys? Yeah, I mean, or uh, so I went. I went to University of South Carolina. Uh, to anyone that uh, doesn't know, um, but uh, so yeah, we got we got caught off in March, and then obviously graduation got postponed, um, and it got rescheduled for like the beginning of August, and they were gonna do it in the football stadium and like allow people to come, uh, and then that got canceled probably middle of July ish, maybe a little earlier. Um, so instead of having like an in-person graduation, they just put like they, they still did something in the stadium. It was like just on the jumbotron. So like they put, I guess they put everyone's names up on the jumbotron. I didn't even know it happened. I went to the YouTube video later and just kind of <laughs> yeah. like fast-forwarded to the queues. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, like I got my diploma mailed. So yeah. Like, yeah, like it's frustrating. But I mean, honestly, like yeah. I didn't need to deal with all the cap and gown and all that crap. No, I wasn't walking either way. So, like, honestly, I don't I don't even really know what UK ended up doing, but yeah. I turned in everything I needed to do, so. Yep. That's, <laughs> yeah, all, that's, that all, that's all I really that's all I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I never bought a cap the and rest, gown. Yeah, the rest, yeah, the rest of it is really nothing. It doesn't really matter that much. I probably would have bought one, like, a cap and gown if I would have, like, like I said, actually, like, graduated, but obviously, but, like, yeah, it's not really that important. The diploma is more important. I suppose it's also just like a long 
day and like you don't know any of the other people graduating with you i mean obviously you have your, yeah. your friends and stuff but like I don't really care to do that. Especially, yeah. In, yeah. I really wasn't mad that like it got canceled to be clear. Yeah, that was definitely not the worst. <laughs> that was thing the least that of the worries. We missed out on a lot more than that. Like the the notion of it's cool, but like yeah, the the ceremony itself would just be especially because it's hot. Yeah, it's when hell yeah, when there, they said like, they were gonna do it in the stadium in Columbia, South Carolina, in August, I was like, I I, I was like, I'm not gonna go to that. If people they do. would be passing out and stuff, yeah, like, that'd be horrible. Yeah. I know. It'd be weird. And like a black, like USC's Camagons are black too. Just a whole black robe and hat. You'd just be burning up. That's hot. Here's a fun question I've written down. I'm just like kind of going through my notes for anybody that's wondering where I'm coming up with all these random, like the multiple choice thing. (laughs) That was just a, a note I had written. I'm just trying to find some fun things to talk about. What is the weakest, uh, and strongest of your five senses. So, smell, touch. My weakest sight. is definitely sight. Yep, me too. I'm, like, basically legally blind without my glasses. So, sight is definitely my worst. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely sight as well. If I don't have contacts and it's over. Damn. But, uh, I don't know, my best... I, I don't taste. really, I, gotta, yeah. I, don't I don't really consider know. myself like exceptional at any tri- like sense. Really, because a lot of people say like, "Oh, I have a great sense of smell," or "I have a great like hearing ability," or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really read into it, but I suppose <laughs> I suppose I trust my sense of smell and taste, which work hand in hand. Those are probably the best one, actually. I don't know. I don't know. Having like how do you how do you measure which one's the best nice. one? What's the best sense? I think sight. Yeah, probably sight. What do you think, though, if you had to lose one? What are you losing? Man, that's hard. Probably my... I'm trying to think of, like, what losing your sense of, like, touch would be. Like, you'd be (laughs) numb. (laughs) Would you be numb? Yeah, you'd just be completely numb, right? But would you be able to... I mean, you'd be able to feel... Pain, I don't know. Like, would you be able to? I don't know. Well, you can't feel anything. How do you feel? Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, know. losing that one would be weird. But yeah, it'd probably just be your 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 fingers would be. Numb. I swear, I'd lose my sense. Your hands, of... your hands would be numb. Smell and taste are like hand in hand, though. Like if you can't I, smell, you like lose a lot of your taste. I have a buddy who can't smell anything, and so therefore he can't taste anything. And like it's he, wild. like it's wild. Like Damn, you can give, corona. you can give him like literally anything to take a bite of or eat, and he just, it all just tastes like nothing. <laughs> that wild. sucks. Dude. I know, dude. That sucks so like, bad. Honestly, like if I'm if I'm in those shoes, like I'm just eating healthy all the time. Yeah, he he'll just like eat like fast what, yeah. food and stuff. But like, if you can't taste it, then why? Yeah, like <laughs> what's even the point of eating fast food? That's yeah, the like, only reason to eat it. I mean, you can eat like so cheap. Too. Yeah, for sure. That's true. Just get like really terrible like rice and like beans all the time. Like, right? Yeah, I mean, at a certain extent, like I, I don't know. I, I mean, you don't just want to be eating like the worst, most boring food. But I guess if you can't taste it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I guess it's you got to like. You can decide how hardcore you want to be about it. But like, how do you decide like what you're in the mood? I probably lose my sense of smell. How do you like decide when you're hungry? Like, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, you can feel hunger. But yeah, but like, how are I don't you know, like? How do you? How can you be like? All right, I want pizza tonight. <laughs> like, what's what's the difference between pizza and a burger or something? True, you can't taste it. But like, when you're when you're hungry, you get like the like the, the experience the experience of like satisfying your hunger with like a tasty food is so nice. Like, if you can't taste it, is it like does it still feel good to like? fill yourself up when you're hungry, or does it just feel like something like like a chore? Yeah, I don't know. It's like you're, yeah, you're like. You can't just be like, hmm, what am I in the mood for? <laughs> nothing, nothing sounds good. <laughs> mm, I'm in the mood for the thing that tastes exactly like the thing I ate earlier. I, yeah, I guess the only thing you can like really tell is just if it's crunchy or chewy. Yeah, the consistency. So like, what about like with drinks? Yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> Everything just tastes like water. <laughs> hey, that's good for your account. <laughs> that's got to be dangerous. Yeah, I don't know. You're just taken back like... 
alcohol because it just tastes the same. I'd probably lose my sense of smell. Probably have to if shy I away if from I, liquor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd yeah. be just a dangerous if I, game. If I had to lose a sense, it'd be my sense of smell. Because, like, there's a lot of bad odors. I mean, there's That's a lot of a, yeah. good ones, too, I guess, but, like... There's a but lot of, but then you lose your taste. Yeah, smell, smell. There's a lot taste. of, there's a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of taste comes from the ability to smell. Yeah, but there'll still be enough taste there for me to like have a sense of a taste. And you just have to like load up on hot sauce all the time. Yeah, I mean that's, that's pretty much what I do anyway. Yeah, I'm, so. say, I'm already on that. <laughs> it's not the biggest L ever. Yeah, I mean, I guess to avoid bad smells, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a terrible choice. Yeah. But it's like, how often does a bad smell like just ruin your day? I mean, it can happen. There's there's some rough odors out there. There's also some really good... You know what's always crazy about that kind of stuff? It's like when they try and manufacture like odors and tastes, you know? Like, how do they do that? Yeah. Like, how do they get that smell? How do they get something to smell like apples? I have no idea, to be honest with you. That's something I'm just going like, to, like, let exist. It's got to be, like, extracts or something or, like, artificial, I don't know, flavorings. Yeah. Well, obviously, but, like, how do they like, – like, that's, that's so weird how they get it to taste, ex- like, some of them. But then, like, other ones don't taste like them. Like, strawberry and, like, watermelon flavor doesn't taste like strawberries and watermelons. Like, they don't taste like the fruit. Yeah, I don't know. You know but. what I mean? Like, if you have a watermelon-flavored candy, it doesn't taste like watermelon. Not like... Not like uh, like cherries would. Or like pineapple. Like or pineapple, pineapple, yeah. Banana. Banana. That's I swear weird. it's just extracts or something. and Or like... Maybe they or, get the juices out of them. They, like, they squeeze <laughs> the juice out of it and they just add sugar. That's, like, that's a good question for, like, that show, How It's Made. Remember that? Yeah. That was a good one. They'd always it's crazy like how like some of like the like most mundane objects like sometimes have like really like difficult processes to make them. Like have you ever seen like the factories that build like the water bottles and they uh or like the the coke bottles that are like the metal bo- or the glass bottles, you know, and you see them they come out they're really hot and then they cool down and they go around the circle thing and it's like a giant conveyor belt. Yeah. It's crazy, like, how much effort they go through to make bottles that end up getting drank out of and most of the time, a lot of times just poured out of and then disposed of. But they go through, like, all that trouble of, like, mass producing that. Well, I mean, you got to have, like, something to hold the liquid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's well, why, like, they're yeah. all going to plastic bottles, I guess. But that's, like, bad for the environment, I guess, or something. <laughs> that's... TJ, a.k.a. Al Gore right there, giving you your environmental facts. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, one thing I want to talk about right now is something that has been on my bucket list for a long time. I have always wanted to travel to all 50 states. I've talked about this on the podcast before. What's what's one state, like low-key state, that you've never been to that you'd want to go to? Montana. Yeah, Montana would be sweet. I don't know. I, I also would love to see, like, Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii is, like, it's weird because it doesn't even look like seem like America, I feel like. I've never been there, but I've never because been it's either. so, like, off the, like, coast like it's not even close i feel like yeah that's why i I think it'd be really cool to go to yeah it's like just beautiful i think alaska would be pretty like i mean it would maybe not same way not like your like average like vacation but like it would just be cool to see a lot of the stuff alaska's like there's like so much land in alaska i feel like that's just not even used yeah i mean it's it's the biggest state in the united states i know it's crazy it's so much land and like I, I, I've heard that's a huge like. There's a lot of oil there, like a lot of like unused oil deposits in Alaska. So I've heard from my, uh, you know, the grapevine. <laughs> no, I think I read that online. Good for Alaska, I guess. I think Montana would be sweet. That like kind yeah. of part of the country seems pretty awesome. Like that, especially like 
like a Montana, like rich, like that kind of wealth where you own like a big ranch or something out there is pretty cool. You just like fly a helicopter around. Have you ever seen the show Yellowstone? No, but I've heard of it. It's all about this family that owns the biggest ranch in Montana. And like, so they're just loaded and they like, it's a very cool, aesthetically pleasing show to watch. And it's good. What is it on Netflix? Uh, Paramount. Paramount. Buy it on. I bought it on Amazon. I bought the first two seasons. Oh, how much did it cost? Oh, it was like twenty bucks or something like that. I don't know. It was good, but season three is going on right now. It's a pretty electric show. It's good. It's it's uh, a lot of like family power struggle dynamic yeah. and um, That's people trying stuff. to t- you know people trying to build. Uh, casinos and things on their land and, and things like that so yeah and that gets pretty gets pretty exciting and all that yeah interesting show. yeah what other shows are you guys watching um, i started watching that umbrella academy show it's like it's not the best show i've ever seen but it's it's like pretty easy to watch and it just like it's it's like one of those shows that you can keep on like kind of in the background like while you're scrolling your phone or something and then like it's got a really good soundtrack that like kind of like the like fight people to like a nice like song which is kind of cool like it's just something it's really just something like i'm watching to pass my time yeah i feel like there's been a lot of i finished sopranos the other night i completely finished the series uh, i had started it like a year ago and just kind of been on off with it finally sat down and cranked out the last season and um without spoiling anything for those who still haven't seen it uh I liked it. Um, I liked the ending. I think the ending was kind of balls. I thought it was kind of ballsy, but at the same time, not everything worked for me. Not all the character stuff worked for me, but, you know, it was cool. It's kind of dated, I think, some of the stuff, but obviously it's, like, one of the best TV shows for a reason. I think everybody kind of says that, and I agree. I think it's great. Not, I can't say anything that hasn't been said already. What are your top five TV shows all time series? I probably put it in my top five. Sopranos. I don't you know. Can where go I go put no, it. go no order. I don't even know what my five would be because like some of them that I love haven't even finished yet. Yeah. I really like Barry right now. That's like middle going on right now. That's one that I think you should watch if you haven't seen it. Barry's good. Uh, I really like Succession. Okay, yeah, I've heard that's really good. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I would watch that. We'll show. I should check we'll that have out shot tonight. too. It's like a very interesting. Yeah, I feel that. Succession. Uh, but my, to answer your question, uh, I'd probably put Sopranos, Breaking Bad, Avatar, Last Airbender. Um, uh, what else? Was Sopranos. Uh, what else do I love? Uh, like I said, I love um, Rick and Morty, too. That's one that I think is really fun. Really smart. Um... Yeah, I like. I'm not the biggest TV guy in the world. Yeah, I'm more of a, more I'm more of a movies guy. Movie. But I, I've been, you know, I've been trying to dabble in the TV game as well. You know, my parents haven't. Stranger Things. That's another one that I've been really loving. My parents haven't seen Breaking Bad, so that's what we've been watching lately. Oh. So I'm like on my third time watching it through. But they're like, they're they're into it. Yeah, it, it's a it's a fun show. That show is great. It's probably my favorite of all time. That and Avatar are like my top two, probably. Yeah, we're at the part two where it's like just starting to get good, and like Pollo's Hermanos is getting introduced and yeah. Gus and all that. So Dude, like, what an amazing character! Yeah, wild stuff. Amazing villain. Yeah, that show is really great. I mean, it starts off slow, but man, does it pay yeah, off! Yeah, powering through like the first two seasons is worth yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's like that with every show. Like every show needs those early episodes just build that foundation and then once they get you to care about the characters then they play with them so i mean yeah those episodes are boring when they're sitting at the dinner at the dinner table the breakfast table just like staring at each other like depressing house ever it's like a little i mean everything about the house is depressing and then you got walt jr like a lot of it's yeah it's like kind of tough skylar might be I I think she might be one of my least favorite like television (laughs) characters of all time. Yeah, I I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, no. I loved that show. I loved her character though. She was such a good like like hateable like like, she wasn't a villain though. Like Walt was the villain, but they made a good job of making her like seem like 
worse than Walt because like she bitched so much and complained mm-hmm. so much. But like Walt was really the one doing all of the doing crimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, the, the I just love like those kind of shows with really dense like side characters. The side characters are like everything. Like if you oh for sure. Like in a TV show, like in a movie, you can get away with like having kind of blah side characters because like it's only two hours. Like in a show, everybody needs to at least have some sort of significance. Like that's why, like I think a lot of shows get lost in that and they try to throw too much at you. But yeah. Um. But what's the show that you think you've watched through the most? Like the most times. Yeah. Like for me, it's Entourage. I've seen Entourage. Like oh, I forgot about nine, Entourage. Like I love that nine one. Times Entourage is in my top five. It's so easy just to turn on and just you can just rip through episodes. But. Yeah, Entourage would be my top five. I'll sit down and make a top five, a top ten, or whatever. Originally, I'm gonna start doing more of those top tens and tier lists and stuff. I have some ideas for that moving forward. But um, yeah, I uh, I love Entourage. That's a fun show. I think the first like the first season's amazing. The first I'd say like five, four or five seasons are really good, and then once Vince gets addicted to drugs, it kind of starts to. Yeah, slip off some for people. Me. Hate, I don't know. There's parts and, of me that like don't hate that yeah. season, but. And then the final season, I think, it just was kind of it lost its luster for me. I was like, it, it kind of. I'm I'm fine with that ending, but the first season, like I said, the first three or four seasons are, are amazing. They're so good. Just the amount of cameos yeah. and things they have on that yeah, show. Yeah, and the way they really make cool. it work, and the humor, and like. They actually just started a podcast. Kevin Dillon, who plays drama. Oh, really? Doug Allen, who's the director, and then Connolly, who's the uh, who's E. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing like a they're, like a recap podcast. Yeah. So each yeah, each episode of the show is its own episode. The episode of the podcast. Yeah. And they've had guys like Gary Busey on there. Uh, Jerry Ferraro who plays Turtle. Like yeah, that's cool. Sloan, uh, she was on there. So yeah, no, it was good. That's cool. I like how they're doing that with a lot of like podcasts are like going back especially now it's a perfect time to be doing that because like everybody's quarantined they're going back and binging a lot of those shows like the entourages and sopranos and breaking bads and all of that so like this is a huge time the podcast renaissance is is upon us people we're here and uh michelle obama has a podcast now so that's that's my competition (laughs) i need to get more streams than michelle obama Let's go, people. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it is weird, though. Podcasts, we're on the up and cup. Like, that's why I was like, I need to hop on the wave. I need to hop on the wave. Na- like, last year, I was like, I just need to do it. Now I got the stuff. I got the equipment. I'm ready to just keep moving forward. But, yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. Absolutely. No this problem, has been man. awesome. We'll it's do fun. this again whenever. I mean, I want to keep cranking out more episodes. So, whenever uh yeah yeah teach thanks for having us anything you guys want to plug or share no man just here for the good conversation yeah i kind of yeah i'm good all right well everybody thanks for listening uh check me out on all the social media and all that stuff i'm gonna be having more episodes coming i might even do some more solo stuff coming up um as well so you'll be seeing more of my beautiful mug uh up on your feeds coming soon uh, I also dropped a new Instagram page for the podcast at the TJ Martino podcast on Instagram. Follow there for all news and other stuff. But yeah, like I said, guys, thanks for coming on. Follow me on all the social media and uh, we'll keep the ball rolling. Episode 22. That's a wrap and drop that beat. <laughs>